Welcome back to the PCC podcast. And I am going to be talking today about things that I learned and took away from 10 days away from social media completely. So this was a little experiment that I played with myself over a true vacation, my first true vacation in a pretty long time. And I I did not expect to get all the takeaways that I did from this trip and from this time away. Um, if you know me, then you know that taking time away from work is a huge struggle and honestly just a mental battle in and of itself. And I struggle to admit this, but my work-life boundaries, no matter how much I preach and preach and preach for our clients that they need separation and they need space and they need to honor their boundaries. Oh my God, was I not doing that? I had a habit of compulsively. When I say compulsively, I mean like compulsively due to anxiety, checking my email over and over and over again. Um, I know now that this is like a habit just formed based on trying to look for confirmation that like everything's going to crash and burn because that's my like deep fear. <laughs> um, and checking and checking and checking my Slack because that's where our team notifications come through and just making myself so available to the team that they became dependent on me for answers for things. And also compulsively checking social media to look for like new leads and new people that could become clients and uh, just any sort of like validation for like, am I doing my job right? Like, is everything going to be okay? Like just constantly feeding into those horrible, horrible fears. So needless to say, I knew deep down that a break from social media was uh, necessary and I was just too scared to take it for too long. And I had started kind of playing around with turning my phone on airplane mode on Sundays, which was really nice, uh, but it just still like I could turn that off anytime I wanted. So what I did was we went to Nashville for a vacation the last week of July this year, uh, just playing it with a couple of friends, kind of impromptu. But once it was on the books, I said, you know what, this is going to be a true vacation. And, you know, my husband, Aaron and I were kind of talking and we realized that, you know, if I had a problem with not bringing my laptop or like trying to squeeze in some work on this trip, then like, that's kind of a sign that, yeah, I have a problem if I cannot put it away and it actually has power over me, right? So I would definitely just encourage you to ask that question for yourself. Like, does your social media, does your work, does your technology have power over you or do you have the power over it? Um, but I want to share with you a couple of the takeaways that I had from that week away. So what I did was essentially I deleted every single work and social media application off my phone. So that meant Instagram, Facebook, Facebook Messenger, Slack, email, which was kind of hard because like sometimes booking confirmations and things are in your email. So I had to forward those ahead of time to make sure we weren't like lost or stuck anywhere. Um, what else? Uh, TikTok. I don't really use, but I got rid of it anyways. Uh, Google Voice, which is how I text my clients. Uh, pretty much everything I possibly could. I deleted all of it off my phone. And I said, I'm not going to re-download this until after I get back from my trip. And then uh, what I did was I just was able to truly unplug. And I will say that first day, the first probably 24 hours of... First 24 hours of that 
I literally found myself automatically scrolling to where like Instagram and Slack would be and tapping it with my thumb and opening the wrong app because something new was in its place over and over and over again in the most random times that don't make any sense to check social media and have no relevance. There was no need to, but I was doing it anyways. So that was a sign to me that was like, wow, good thing we're doing this. And through that week, I learned a few really, really important lessons by actually removing all the inputs that were like just constantly inundating me with external information. When I got rid of those, I was able to finally learn some really valuable lessons. So the first one is like simply that it's just to guard your inputs carefully because ultimately you really just don't know how much of what you want or think about desire um, and even just your state of mind, your happiness, your dissatisfaction with life, your um, contentness can all be affected by the inputs that you have, i.e. specifically social media. So this has more to do with social media than it does unplugging from work. But when it comes to when you scroll on Instagram, comparison truly is the thief of all joy. And so what I found is that in this day and age, pretty much everyone that I talk to, whether it's a client who's struggling with their body image or a fellow business owner who's struggling with comparison in that sense, is that the only reason that we're unhappy is because we have something ahead of us to compare to. And that's not to say that we won't have that if we get rid of social media, but it's a lot less and we're seeing a lot less of the 1% of the 1%. On social media, we are being fed by algorithms that are way smarter than we are. The 1% of the 1% of whatever it is we desire, whether that is the perfect family, the perfect body, the perfect business, um, all of it is fed to us because that is how smart social media is. And so if that is what you're constantly paying attention to, then how do you think you're going to feel about yourself and your own, right? A lot of times we might think like, wow, I'm really happy with my house or my car or my family or my lifestyle or my body. And then we go on social media and we immediately feel the opposite. Well, is that really a problem with us or is it really just a problem with the fact that we are comparing and bringing ourselves down? So I would say to just be mindful of guarding your inputs. That doesn't mean to just purge social media and get rid of it entirely. I think there's plenty and plenty of upsides to social media, but at the same time, it's very important that you are mindful of who you follow, what you follow and what you allow in and how much of it you allow in. And so if you have never done a total social media and work cleanse for like a weekend, five days, a week, 10 days, two weeks, I would strongly encourage that you do it because it is crazy the insight that you can have between your two ears if you just remove all the inputs and not even just thinking about the comparison and the dissatisfaction you might have, but even just thinking about how much we are taking in and consuming at any given point versus how much we um, versus how much we actually get to think and create when social media is constantly in our face, we're not able to create. And I realized that, that my creativity was down the drain because not because I was necessarily overworked, but because I was overstimulated with inputs. So definitely, definitely guard your inputs, which leads me into the next one, which is space creates creativity. So exactly what I just said, 
being kind of inundated constantly with all of this stuff on social media, with work, with thinking about it, with being bogged down. I don't really think that it was necessarily burnout that was creating my lack of creativity and my struggle to create original content or start something up like this, like this podcast or these YouTube videos, because I think it had more to do with the fact that I just wasn't giving my brain any space. I didn't need more time in the day. I didn't need more energy. All that was fine. I wasn't burnt out physically, but mentally I did not have the creative juice. And so I would say that space creates creativity that week that I was gone. As soon as I came back and as soon as I started ramping up into work mode, like I just started going, like I had all these ideas. I knew I wanted to do this YouTube thing again. I knew I wanted to do this episode, that episode. I wanted to talk about all these things. And it had been so long since I had felt that way. And since that had come naturally to me. So I think that that just says a lot. The next lesson that I took away was just that nothing burns down when you go away for a little while, even if it's your own business, you can take time off. Very, very plain and simple. Like just your reminder that, especially if you have a team behind you or you're part of a work environment and it's not just you, things will run when you are gone. And even if they don't, it is not the end of the world. Nothing is truly an emergency when it comes to this stuff. Like emergencies, save emergencies for true emergencies. Something not going the way you perfectly want it to at work is not an emergency. And just remembering that a lot of times we think that the world is on fire and we think that we're in this like red zone of like, oh my God, I need to freak out when really it's probably like, instead of like a green zone, maybe we're just mildly in the yellow and that's okay. So just keep that in mind. And then another big takeaway that I only realized recently after expressing this with my team live at our retreat this past weekend was that when you trust your team, they trust you more. So this is more a leadership lesson that I took away, but I wanted to share it anyways. You know, my biggest fear was not taking away time from the business because I didn't think people could do their jobs. I definitely know that they can do their jobs, but I think it was just the fear that things wouldn't be the same or there just wouldn't be the same quality or that, you know, it would just, I mean, the big fear is like, it'll all come crashing down. And that's just not true. Um, but what I realized was after talking with my team about these fears that I had and taking that time away, they actually told me that when I trusted them enough to take time completely off and leave them be that they actually trusted me more and respected me more and wanted to work for me more because they felt that they were given true autonomy that a lot of workplaces don't give. So for me, that was a huge lesson of like, you've been holding out on this thing that has actually prevented your team from taking the next big leap forward in their own journey in autonomy and career satisfaction. So that was a really interesting lesson for me to learn. And then finally, the last thing that I took away was just my vision for the company and what I wanted to do and what I want to achieve and accomplish in this industry. Uh, again, it was just that creativity and that, that ability to think was suppressed, but my job as a CEO, one of the biggest roles of a CEO is to press the vision forward of a company. And so I was finally able to really do that and think about what is the impact that I want to make and how do I want to do that? And this YouTube thing is a part of it. Like I have to be more present as a 
speaker, as a content producer in order to get the message out that we're trying to perpetuate, which is our message of transforming women from the inside out and helping them heal the deepest part of themselves in order to become the strongest version of themselves. So I was able to really get clear on that. And that's why I bought a camera and I'm on YouTube and I'm doing this new podcast. So like, I just think it's really come full circle and to kind of close out the video or podcast. Um, last thing I'll say is I've been very choosy with what I've re-downloaded since that trip. It's only been a couple of weeks, but I can see myself for the foreseeable future, not re-downloading most of the things that I deleted off. The only thing that I put back on my phone was Instagram, truly out of necessity. And I am very, very happy with that decision. And I've been able to guard my inputs better and maintain a better headspace coming back from that trip. Now, not perfect, still get swept away in the day-to-day of things pretty often, but this at least allows me a little bit more breathing room because I'm not checking Slack or email incessantly. So if you take anything away from this, I encourage you to take a break from social media and from your work apps, remove them from your phone, create boundaries and separation between your workplace and your life. And Remember that if you guard your inputs more carefully, you'll not only be more creative, but you'll be happier, more productive, and most likely get more done in your goals, in your life, and feel more satisfied in the pursuit of that. If you like this podcast, go ahead and hit subscribe so that you get notified every time a new episode comes out. And I really hope that you enjoyed listening. So thank you so much for watching, for listening, and I will hope to see you back in the next one.